Hey, 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 man, it's been a long time since we uh, did a podcast together with Bud here. Hey, Bud. And it's starting to warm up in Phoenix, so I thought, well, I better... I noticed I started in June last year. It's uh, April 5th, 7.30 in the morning, and it's kind of it's kind of chilly on a Friday. April... And now I'm trying to get my phone to pick the temperature here. There we go. Yeah, it's only 60 degrees right now, heading up to 77. So, yeah. Oh, the next couple days we're going to hit 95. Next Tuesday, 95. Wow. So, yeah, um, humidity right now is 39%, which is huge for us, 39%. And, uh, yeah, but 60 degrees at 730. So this is uh, Arizona. So if you're tuning in from other places around the globe this is what it's like on april 5th 7 30 in the morning in phoenix the sun is shining uh there's a few wispy clouds in the air and we're heading out on a walk and i've got a business call in about an hour so this will be like a 30 to 40 minute walk with the bud we'll see how he does friday yeah i had a pretty busy week uh, there's a once-a-year supplier meeting that uh, my, one of my customers has. It was pretty interesting. It's good. Um, first time for me to go to that, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now. <laughs> what an expression, right? Drinking the Kool-Aid. Maybe that. Maybe we'll call the podcast "Drinking the Kool-Aid." And. Uh, yeah, so how do we think about it? How do we feel about drinking the Kool-Aid? Usually that's, drinking the Kool-Aid is kind of, uh, it's like, dude, don't fall for that. Don't fall for the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. But then is there, I don't know, is there anything good out of the Kool-Aid? Can you drink good, is there good Kool-Aid and bad Kool-Aid? Or is there practical Kool-Aid? Like, you know, hey, we got to go along with this because that's, that's the big organizational thing. You got to go along with it. Which I guess I'm more amenable to that in the business world, I guess you'd say. In the the business of religion, I don't go with that. <laughs> if that's what you call organized religion or the business of religion, I definitely don't want to drink the Kool-Aid. I probably have drunk in the Kool-Aid, but... So what does that mean, drinking Kool-Aid? I, I don't this, We're going to figure it out. This, this is what the podcast is about. It's, we don't start out with the answer. We see if we can find the answer by the end of the walk of the dog, right? Oh, and you can try this at home, right, folks? <laughs> you don't have to podcast, but just walk your dog, right? A lot of people have dogs. So this is the kind of thing that you... Uh, my favorite movie, Jerry Maguire... Uh, the things we think but do not say. Well, most people don't talk much when they walk their dog, but they're thinking a lot. And they're probably thinking about stuff like I do, right? What's the, what does that Kool-Aid mean? Drink the Kool-Aid. So, uh, yeah, you have lots of thoughts. And now your thoughts are being influenced by listening to this podcast. Isn't that interesting? You've uh, 
pushed the button and said, I'm going to listen to this. <laughs> Kool-Aid, I'm going to listen to this. So what does that do for you? Hopefully it's going to entertain you and you'll get a chuckle and a laugh. Um, a coworker said, man, I, I, the way you think is so interesting. You should get paid. People should pay you just to... <laughs> People should pay you just to to listen to you. <laughs> so I guess that's what I'm building up to here. I'm, I'm probably stumbling into a, stumbling into a a new career. I mean, is it a career? I, careers are so so many things are written about careers, right? What's your career? Well, you know, and when you're younger and you're 25, you really sweat it out. You know, you're like, ah, I'm 25. I, Ah, oh, what am I going to do? I'm a doctor, lawyer. Whoa, what am I going to do? Right? And then you, you just jump into it and uh, you make the most of it. So, and then you become an old dude or a dudette. You become an old lady. So, I don't know much about being an old lady. <laughs> so, someone else is going to have to do a podcast, the, the old ladies podcast. Because that I won't. That, that's not what this one is. This is the old man and his dog. <laughs> the old man and his dog podcast. So, uh, right, Bud? What do you think? Bud's pretty, pretty. Bud's down with it, boy. He's down with this. And uh, dang, where was it? So yeah. So we don't uh, we don't start out with the answer on the podcast. We kind of work it out together. So, and again, I said you could try this at home. You, know? you just don't have to do the podcast. But uh, there you go. There's another dog over there. I think it's Lambo. There's uh, Lambo and uh, John, I believe it is. And he's got a little sacred wound too, but I think he's got $3 million. So that's. Uh, you can. You can have that sacred wound, and, and, and then if you have three million dollars to go with the sacred wound, you you probably be okay, right? So that's uh, is that snarky comment? I don't know. I guess it's snarky. It's true. I think it's true. Um, again, back to my brand or my reputation as as being uh, one that has been accused of speaking and telling stories in such a manner that resulted in Nigel Lambert's I've never heard so much bullshit in all my life. Well, well, Nigel, you, you really haven't heard so much bullshit because you haven't been listening to the podcast. So, Nigel, Nigel, wherever you are on the globe, you, you can, uh, if you didn't have enough of my bullshit, in 1994, you can you can uh, listen to hours of your favorite guy, your favorite Yank. Anyway, <laughs> so Friday, sunny morning. Nice, nice day for a dog walk. We have a lot of them here in Arizona. That's <laughs> we. Uh oh, buds. Someone didn't refill the poop. Oh man, that's that's bad news, bud. So you got to take the lid off the, the the poop holder, bag holder. So now tonight I'll have to do a, make a special 
uh, walk with the bud tonight and make sure I get that poop that's uh, sitting there when I can't pick it up because I don't have a bag. No bags, bud. Maybe we'll, I don't know, maybe we'll find a bag in the way here. So, um, yeah, so Kool-Aid, 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 Kool-Aid. Maybe we can't do a whole podcast on Kool-Aid, but uh, there was a little bit of preaching, kind of. That's one view, right? You go to these uh, big corporate things, they have a, an opinion or strategy or beliefs, and the leaders of the corporation, and these are like $5 billion, $10, $15 billion businesses. I guess it's $15 billion. And it, it, it's it's finally sinking in that they're just people, right? I, I think it comes with age and perspective, right? So when you're 25 and you look up at 55, people 30 years older than you, it's like, wow, they really must have it all figured out. <laughs> and, then, and then you get to be 55 and you're like, maybe nobody really has it all figured out. <laughs> so there's a lot of Kool-Aid being passed out and so the trick is like I don't know maybe there's different different versions of the Kool-Aid I don't know but uh, yeah yeah maybe you take the do you want the purple or the strawberry grape and uh, wow there's some grinding going on out there that's the the freeway making the level level field for that new freeway we're getting so yeah, and then LinkedIn is interesting. So my LinkedIn hero is JT O'Donnell. So anybody, you know, the thousands of people listening to the podcast, there's probably a few of you that might be looking for a job and I'd highly recommend work it daily, man. It's kind of like the podcast here. We just work this, we walk the dog, walk it late, walk, walk bud daily, walk bud daily, work it daily. So I walk the bud daily, but it was work a daily, right? So just takes 10 minutes to work on your career as JT says, but good principle, hard to do, hard to practice. But uh, in some ways we work on our career daily in a, a good way or not so good way anyway, but uh, obviously she would advise you to be proactive and work a daily, work your career. And one of the concepts she has is, and really good, is like we're a business of one, okay? So even if you're not a uh, technically an entrepreneur or a, you know, business owner, so, oh, the dogs. She presents the concept that every person is a business of one. So you, you go and you add value to your company. So how do you, her, her simplistic view is kind of like, how do you either make money for the company, right? Bring money in, or you save the company money. So it's kind of like, how do you, like maybe you're smart and you figure out like, well, you know, if we do this and that, we could, instead of spending a hundred bucks on this, we could spend 60 and get the same results, right? Whether you could be working at a restaurant, you know, and figuring out like, well, if we cut this 
steak a certain way and blah 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 and it comes down right so that's your save money and then someone says well if we put some good signs up or or uh, get the word out or give coupons or something we can drive more customers in that's making money right so front end of the business some people talk about back end of the business right simplistic terms but uh yeah so we're a business of one which means in a lot of ways we're all entrepreneurs so it's good to adopt try to figure out what can you get an entrepreneur's mindset see most of the entrepreneur discussions are like you're either an entrepreneur or you're not and in today's world it almost forces everybody to be an entrepreneur you're a business of one right so there's a lot to be learned from the classic the classic entrepreneur you know and then there's statistics of course and so I've talked to a franchise guy and you know there's statistics out there like 9 out of 10 businesses fail you know type of thing whoa you know 9 out of 10 and then there's the franchise like if you open up a franchise your chances of failure are very much lower like 5 out of 10 but even then the fran- like if you got a dairy queen or a chick-fil-a franchise in some location obscure location and it was you know you couldn't swing it like for whatever reason you couldn't manage it or whatever and you end up not making money you may have to sell out your Chick-fil-A franchise to somebody else and then they would uh take it over and the Chick-fil-A would still go on but you personally as the owner of the franchise may not be successful just because you have a Chick-fil-A franchise we all think we would right like oh man oh yeah if i would all all i need to do is have a Chick-fil-A restaurant and i'll just be I'll just be rolling in it baby. Just get that Chick-fil-A franchise. So anyway, um that's the business of one discussion. And uh I guess maybe it's just the entrepreneurial mindset. So for those entrepreneurs, the the one listener I probably have that is the CEO of her own business which is really cool. And she's doing some amazing amazing things. And uh she's changing the world, right? So it's cool. I like it. And it, you know, just in a little ways at a time she's doing it. It's pretty cool. So she's an entrepreneur, a very proud entrepreneur. And what I mean by proud is like, hey, she's an entrepreneur. She she owns it, so to speak. people work for her so you'd think that the people working for her are not entrepreneurs but in fact they kind of they really are entrepreneurs too so she has staff people or not staff but she has mostly freelancers people that have skills right so they're all all of the people that she works with are really businesses of one as well so it's kind of like a network of entrepreneurs and uh it's 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 people that have skills and they figured out that using their skills in a independent way 
uh, or as that, that old expression, I haven't heard in a while, but it's still out there, I'm sure, working for the man. <laughs> He's working for the, we're working for the man. Um, there's a, there must be this like s- subtle underlying um, belief that, yeah, I'm working for this big corporation, but you know, I'm working for the man. But you find a compromise, right? You find a way to work it out, which reminds me of the other dog walker I ran into the other day, which I did not podcast, but that's okay. Um, can't podcast every dog walk. So they, uh, he works at a big corporation and works for the man, but he's really smart, much smarter than I was. And he figured out like, well, I'm working for the man. It's not awesome. But uh, it's, it's okay. And so he does the side hustle, too. So he, he realizes he's not going to get a lot of satisfaction and joy out of working for the man. But working for the man has some benefits, so he does that. And, uh, but he also does a side hustle, and he loves the side hustle, right? So he's got it going on. And uh, again, it's back to that business of one concept. Same family. The other, they have two big giant schnauzers. Really fun family. They were on the podcast last summer. Um, I had a chat with there one time. I don't know what episode it was. It doesn't matter. And if you're that geeky to go listen to these past episodes, wow, wow, power, more power to you. Either you can't sleep at night. And you just feel like you li- like listening to the dulcet tones. So you, you're uh, listening to old episodes. Well, there was a time when I ran into the giant schnauzer. Schnauzers. Yeah, they're cool dogs. And Bud, they're like Buds. Like super giant-sized Buds, you know. So, kind of cool. Kind of cool. They get along pretty well. And... Uh, so yeah, and she had a fallout with the man company. She had a, she worked at a corp. And uh, man, I'd really I have to go back and get more of the story because she's she's pretty cool. She's an entrepreneur. She had her own business for a while. But you know, and being your having your own business, you've got to know business development, sales, marketing, and she knows all that stuff. She's good, right? She had a business, but she decided, you know, I'll go work for the man for a while. And I think she said she was number three out of 650 people after a year or two. So she like climbed, not climbed, she didn't even climb. She just, she's just an exceptional person and has outlier gifts. That's quote unquote selling, marketing, developing relationships, business development, right? And in some ways they, like my boss says, I'm not a salesperson. I'm a business development executive. So the executive term makes me gag a little bit, but just because of the images that executive conjures up, whatever that means. But I guess I need to embrace it. I'm an executive, people. You're, this is the pod. Maybe I should just change it to the executive walks buddy. <laughs> So, so the bud, yeah, 
we're, we're you're bud you're you're being walked by an executive a high-powered business executive bud how about that so um three out of 653 after like a year and a half two years kicking butt but apparently something went awry and even after just being praised and honored and lifted up for outstanding performance it must have been less than three to six months boom out (laughs) what a story to tell she has got a story to tell and I know who to hook her up with if she wants to tell that story if she wants if she and and by the way all podcast listeners if you you do have a story to tell you're an outlier in something and part of the joys of life and hopefully it doesn't take you 60 years to figure it out is that you have outlier gifts and you're happiest when you're using your uh, outlier gifts mine my number one gift or skill or strength is brainstorming right just you know, I took a look at one of these little quick tests or something. It makes sense. Brainstorming, problem solving is number two. But yeah, brainstorming. I can just ideate all day long. I can just, I'm walking the dog and we're, we're ideating here. Right? <laughs> I can hear Nigel right now. Never had so much bullshit in all my life. <laughs> I never had so much... <laughs> Never heard so much bullshit in all my life. There we go. But it's not. It's a this. It's that English American, English English versus American English. I I don't know. I just bullshit to me that, that term. It just means like you're just making stuff up, you know, or just may, actually making shit up, and you're basically lying. But um, I'm not lying. I'm just that's ideation. That's the thing, right? Think up stuff. So, where was I? So the the gal, and she's pretty cool. I mean, well, her husband's working too, so that's cool. But she's not bitter about it. I mean, she's kind of laughing about it. But it's gotta it's gotta hurt, right? I mean, nobody wants to leave a job um, on somebody else's terms, right? I mean, you don't want to you don't want to leave a job on somebody else's terms, but. Uh, when we're a business of one, we're like a contractor. So if they don't like our services anymore, unfortunately, we get booted out. So if they don't like our services. So, and what would be ideal is, you know, if you have that $3 million in the bank, you can be pretty creative, you know, and probably don't need to sweat, sweat things out too much. But does, is there peace in having a pile of cash? I guess there's a peace in it. Sure, there's a peace. And maybe I avoid, I'm just avoiding, I'm self-sabotaging because I, I really don't know what I would do with just sitting on a pile of cash. You know, like, I'm pretty much an idiot, pretty much. You're listening to an idiot because I don't have a pile of cash, right? Or, I mean, I know that everybody that has a pile of cash is not a genius, so... They're not really correlated, right? If you have a pile of cash, it doesn't make you a genius. It means you, you figured out some system, some method, 
some way to accumulate a pile of cash. That's good. So whatever you did to accumulate the power or pile of cash, congratulations. I'm still I'm still working on it. Keeps me motivated, right? I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a pile of cash. So there we go. And in the spiritual sense, I'm like, I'm think I'm okay with it because um, really, right? So is our goal on life to build a pile of cash? I mean, you know, we have this concept of retirement. It's very prevalent in uh, today's world, but probably 200 years ago. I don't know. I want, it's probably a good question. When did the term retirement come into vogue? It's probably in the last 100 years, right? When people started working for the man, the Industrial Revolution. We work for the man. And the man said, I will pay you for 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week. I will pay you by the hour. By the hour, right? So with knowledge-based economy, knowledge is kind of tricky. Because a knowledge-based economy, your productivity is when you get you know cool ideas that can be implemented, right? So if you have a really cool idea, you know, there's a lot of a lot of power in that, right? So knowledge-based economy is not so much an hourly rate anymore, but it also means why retire, right? You have knowledge, experience, and the systems of the last hundred years have kind of set up a, a retirement goal. It's like a nice goal, like you put up with a bunch of crap till you're 65 hopefully to get like a pension or social security and you try to build your nest egg so you can go from 65 to 75 or 80. Well, now we're living to 95 and 100, so it's a bit weird, right? So, uh, you know, that's why I think companies started going, wait a minute, we really can't do these pensions anymore because instead of people croaking off at 67 and getting two years of pension benefits, they're they're living living till 97 and getting 30 years of pension benefits. Whoa, baby. We got to put an end to that. And they did. And they did. So now what do we do? You don't you, you don't live off the man anymore. It's back to the business of one again. JT O'Donnell, business of one. And uh, she's she's really doing well. I really appreciate her, um, what she's creating, created. She, she started it, I don't know, eight, ten years ago. <coughs> Extremely helpful for job seekers and uh, just a great service, great information. And uh, I, I hadn't corresponded with her in about a year or so. I just sent her an email. I was really surprised she wrote me back. So that was nice. So I got that in my... I mentioned I was writing in my journal and I was thinking about that um, mantra she has, like you're either making a company money or saving. How do you make or save a company money? And I was kind of joking around, like, tell me, it's not just about the money, is it? It's not just about the money, is it? Jerry Maguire again. Jerry! Remember the time when you played football when you were 12 years old? 
the joy of catching a pass and running down the field for a touchdown. You remember that? Remember that? Just, just tell me it's not. It's not just about the money, is it? Is it? <laughs> it's, ju- it's just about the money for the football player and for most of human life. But that's because we're we want that pile of cash so we can sit back and do what? We can sit back and just look out at the world in our rocking chair and go, I got my pile of cash. I can buy my Folgers coffee. And do you realize that coffee went up from $5 a pound to $8 a pound? Oh, man. I'm on fixed income. <laughs> I'm on... I'm on fixed income. That's been the uh, the majority complaint the last uh, come on, bud. The last uh, thirty years or so. I'm on fixed income, man. So we we uh, should no longer think of being on fixed income. Should generate some income. And no, I'm, I don't have a a real estate scam that I've all worked out or a real estate system or I'm not selling a system and um, I'm not selling anything. I'm just talking this through. So yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds great, right? We can, you can listen to a dude about real estate and how wonderful it is. And, and uh, I, uh, I bought the guy's book mostly because he's connected to uh, um this group that my my heroine, I guess I'd say, my heroine is connected to. Probably my only listener, so I don't know. Hopefully she's getting a kick out of it. I don't know where this goes. I don't really get any feedback on these podcasts. But uh, maybe that's a good thing, not to get feedback, because maybe you just like the ramblings. And uh, getting external input from uh, other people listening might influence the the great quality and the outstanding benefit you get and you receive from listening to these random some are they're not random they're just semi-random they're just they're random because they come out of my mouth there's actually 30,000 ideas floating around in my head and I'm choosing I'm selectively choosing (laughs) there's some there's some manner of selection that I use. <laughs> what, I, what am I talking about, right? Is there some manner, there's some selection process, believe it or not. I don't even know what it is, but there's some selection process that brings out an idea that I talk about for a few minutes. But obviously you've probably witnessed that uh, they, uh, they can kind of go on tangents quite quickly tangents or just branches or just yeah it's more like a branch right an idea branches off and down another path right so that's me and uh i'm gonna go talk about where we should make some satellite circuit cards here in a few minutes and uh i don't know how that's gonna go And uh, my preparation for this call has been walking the dog. That's that's my preparation. And uh, 
because I've already prepared myself for for this for uh, a week or so and the way my brain works it doesn't shut off too often so I've already kind of thought how this might go could turn into a disaster but I got friends on the phone so that's all that matters right if you have friends on the team it'll be a friendly call this is not a challenging call at all it's just let's work this thing out so um what else what else is there any loose ends we didn't tie up yet loose ends uh yeah i guess there's fascinating people so i i I had an experience a couple months ago i may have mentioned it a month ago or so when it happened but came to my mind again last night it's the next time you go to a, a well, it doesn't have to be super crowded place it doesn't have to be like a football stadium or basketball stadium but if you just go to like even a pizza restaurant picking up a pizza waiting for a pizza or going to the grocery store just pause for 15 seconds and look around look at people because we usually just go through the grocery store or whatever we're doing and don't want to make eye contact don't want to don't want any conversations because relationships take energy right so most of us are like saving our energy for something i don't know what but (laughs) that's a whole nother topic right what are we saving our we're saving our pile of cash for what reason right safety and security i suppose but this this life ends right so anyway so yeah i was just looking Back to the pizza place I went to a restaurant and there was like 40, 50 people hustling, bustling. And they were eating pizza and having a good time. I just stood there and I'm like, you know, this creation we're walking in and we just take for granted. And even every breath we take, you know, we just take a deep breath. I mean, like, did we create that whole process of lungs i mean where who thought up lungs right it was god right i mean i mean who could who can say that we thought up of lungs we didn't it's ridiculous it's a miracle right that they were have consciousness so in the restaurant you're at or grocery store when you see more than 10 or 15 people strangers people you don't know just just pause for five seconds or so and go you know Somehow, God loves everyone, right? The, the creator of all this loves all these people. I don't, you know, it's like one of the, many of the organized religions want to box people into their belief system and say, well, you know, God really loves us. You know, we're special, right? <laughs> but at the same time, it's a, it's a, a mystery or a challenge to say well no actually god loves he loves everybody and i I like to think well these you know god loves all these people but most people we don't recognize that the creator of the universe loves everyone loves us right so it starts with yourself of course which reminds me of the artificial intelligence discussion so there's a lot of fear about artificial intelligence and i thought you know we don't realize it again. This whole history and creation of life and 
wherever we're experiencing right this minute. Every person you, every person you come across is really just artificial intelligence, right? I mean, I'm doing this podcast, I'm speaking. It's being recorded by a computer and it'll be saved and archived and who knows where, I don't know where it ends up. And we're all just artificial intelligence. My batteries are gonna run out. My my heart's gonna stop beating, I'll stop breathing. All of us, right? So, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm minimalizing the fear of robots or something, but the, uh, yeah, the robots will come, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, they'll get better. They're already pretty good, but uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's kind of an interesting time with 7 billion people on the planet about to get internet around the globe coverage. So wherever you are, you'll have Wi-Fi. Um, people leaving the planet, like getting on rockets and leaving the planet. So it's kind of interesting, right? I mean, we talk about um, climate change, the earth changing. Well, there's a whole bunch of people that'll be able to leave and just get in a rocket and get off the planet. So it's kind of a weird time, isn't it? So that was the bud walk this morning. I think I'll call it Kool-Aid or artificial intelligence. Like, well, I think those are kind of like the beginning and the end of this one. Sounds like an intriguing title, right? Should we drink the, drink the Kool-Aid or artificial intelligence? Not artificial sweetener. But artificial intelligence. So with that, folks, I'm in the backyard. And I will close this up and get ready for my meeting. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Let's see, what did we have here? Buddy had a good walk. And it was 38 minutes. There you go. All right, you all have a great weekend. Bye-bye.